My name's Cameron. All My characters, Cameron. events, and companies in this show, Cameron. even those based on real entities, are entirely Cameron. fictional and My do not Cameron. represent reality at all. And there's My no implied Cameron. messaging. There's no truth Cameron. to anything portrayed in this Cameron. show. Please My don't sue Cameron. us. JK, try and sue us, My you little Duvalac. You will be My the biggest Duvalac that ever My lived, you bogan ho. Previously on Hooters Juniors. Shh, we're not alone. It was all clear now. This was a lab cooking up clear. It's, it's me, boys. <laughs> Durkin? It's a little thing in the industry we like to call holograms. Well, maybe I should start at the beginning for you. V for Vendetta. That little group Supreme Bogan played a hats out every night. You, me boys and girls, are going on tour to the United States of America. Industrial society in its future. The greatest work of satire ever written. Is, is this what America America's actually like? It was then on one dark and stormy night, traveling through the thickness of the Colorado Aspens, that we found ourselves lost. Lost in the very place that I would eventually find myself. I took control of the town. I am a god! Then I met you, host, and I knew that you deserved the most exploitative case that could have ever been covered in a podcast format. I'm the one who murdered myself. But why'd you leave me all the money in your will? I'm a criminal! <laughs> I gave you all that money just so that I could steal it right back. Check your bank account. I, I always knew the AU was going to invade someday. This is all about free healthcare? Yes. But don't you dare think they'll just limit it to that. Let's go start us a revolution. Bodies littered the streets and the stench of smoke filled the air under a blackened sky. Viscous had been torn to shreds. They're all dead. That was Proud Grown Boys bought their hearts out. They didn't expect how much the Proud Grown Boys truly hated immigrants. But hey, Cab. You have to let me go. Looks like a bomb to me. Something that was planned to fail from the beginning. Forced Medicare. Everybody, get back into the steel box! House, get into the- And that's when everything changed. Again. You're listening to Hooters Juniors, the Durgan McFlurg Stang story. From Sad Picture Productions. I'm your host, host, episode 7, you'll own nothing and be happy. Host, you gotta... Durgan, I got a what? Host, the future, it depends on... Me? It depends on my importance? Host, host, you okay? Yeah, assistant reporter, I'm fine. Just another bad dream? Just another bad dream. Alright, it's morning time. Everybody get in line for your ration choices. Gotta get your complete fill. <sighs> What's wrong, host? Don't like your ration choices? Y you can always go get something else. No, it's not that, assistant reporter. I mean, I really do like caviar. And the grilled cauliflower steak. And the caramelized roasted cabbage. And endless sushi and bottomless mimosas. It's just... this place. What do you mean? What do you mean, assistant reporter? This is a prison. They took my gun away. It's one thing to trap poor kids in a steel box and force them to work 23 and a half hour days for under minimum wage, but it's an entirely different thing to do that to a whole society. I mean, everybody gets whatever they need here. Any of their basic necessities. 
and there's free healthcare, housing, education, as many sick days as you want, longer breaks, breaks at all. It, it sickens me. I was just so used to being better and richer and, and higher status than anybody else around me. And now, I'm just one of you. And being on top doesn't even matter anymore. Because there is no top. Well, being me can't be that bad. You just don't get it. You don't get it at all. Host, I get you miss the old world, but think of all the benefits and freedoms you have here. I mean, you can do whatever you want all the time, anytime. You want to bail on work and go fishing? Or we could go to the carnival? Or how about a whale tour out on the Pacific? Or we could go over to Puppy Day It had been six months since the forced Medicare bombing of America. And as I tuned out assistant reporters' ignorant ramblings of falsehoods and lies, I thought about the past. I thought about what had happened in that past. Flashback, flashback, flashback. This is Channel 9 News reporting that on the first day of Medicare for All, over 800 million people are now dead. I can't feed my family because the government is forcing food on my family. There's helicopters going everywhere. There's dogs driving cars. All the dogs are brown now. They took my student loans from me. They took them and they're never giving them back. God help us all. And if God is dead, then Raytheon, please help us all. The Australians had brought war and famine to America. And it had only taken mere minutes for our totally stable and unbreakable supreme capitalist system to collapse. Everybody, get back into the steel box! House, get into the- While Durgan and the rest of the remaining residents of Viscous had taken shelter in the steel box that was the Hooters Jr.'s kitchen, I had been left totally exposed and was blown back by the forcefulness of forced Medicare. When I awoke, I found myself in Australian-occupied territory. The blast had blown me all the way to Denver. I tried to escape, but was captured and sent to the re-education camps in Seattle, Washington, where we were forced to watch Crocodile Dundee 2 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The rest of our remaining time was spent mining, in the mines, for Bitcoin. And spent doing a bunch of other stuff too, I guess. In the time since I had been captured, America had fallen into an anarcho-communist, fascist, socialist, hierarchical, stateless, so stateless nightmare run by one man who forced equality onto all of us within his anarchist hierarchy. That man was none other than Joe Blyden. <laughs> Eventually, I was reunited with the assistant reporter, and while I still had a use for him, this new world had changed him. He thought we were equals now, scoff, when I knew that I was host. Host of the number one podcast, leave a five-star written review. Take buses down to California. Assistant reporter, stop. I know that I just need to accept our fate. And I know that maybe I'll never know what happened to Durgan, or Viscous, or my clear. But that I just need to move on. Just forget it. Anyway... I've got to start my day with a forced watching of Crocodile Dundee 2. I mean, you don't have to- Enough! I have enough self-respect to know when I'm being enslaved by my captors. Alright, host. I- I guess. And so I made my way to the screening room for my daily forced education of Croc Dundee 2 and his totally woke adventures. Oh, that Sheila has a penis! 
And that's totally acceptable. The 80s are a fun nothing to worry about kind of time. Not only for the movie industry, but all around. Nothing regrettable ever happened, and there's no need to compare or analyze how present societal understandings will ever change. Now grab me that croc. And then I made my way down to the forced labor that I had totally been forced to sign up for. Yeah! I've been making struggling sounds after each pickaxe hit. Oh, nice work, boys. Looks like the mining's coming along real well. How you doing, Steve? My name's Cameron. Hit that one before. Hey, uh, what's wrong with that guy anyway? Who, uh, Steve? Yeah, all he says is my name's Cameron. Over and over again. Oh, I heard he used to be a real capitalist criminal back in the day. Right you are, boy. Sorry, couldn't help but overhear your conversation. You're looking at a real legend over there. A legend? That man, Steve, he done stole over 420 identities in the span of 18 minutes back in the day. Whoa. What, what happened to him? Brainworms? Well, not exactly. Back before any of these here present future times, he was done been in the process of stealing a man named Cameron's identity. But when that free healthcare hit, he came out shocked done frozen in time. My name's Cameron, damn near the only thing he said since. My name's Cameron. They done call it wage shock from his capitalist ways being taken from him. Got caught in a loop trying to convince anybody he could that he been done be the real Cameron in order to commit fraud. Hell, he's so shook, I, I don't think nothing could ever change him back. That's tragic. Yeah, well, you know what they say. You either die saying my name's Cameron or live long enough to say my name's Cameron. Sh sure. Alright, gotta keep mining, never stop mining. Unless you don't want to mine, of course. <laughs> hey, why'd y'all stop working over there? You need a break? Want to take the rest of the day off and go to the fair? Or the water park? I don't appreciate your sick jokes, Mr. Anarcho-Authoritarian. Well, that way no joke. But, but hey, wait a minute. Don't I recognize you from somewhere? Yeah, I bet you do. I bet the whole world does. Oh, I know it. Your host, host of the number one podcast, Bracky on a Bush. I'd never forget a face from a podcast anywhere. Oh, yeah, it is me. Hey! Great podcast. Liked it, loved it, listened to it with me whole family all the time back home. Left five-star written reviews like a complete bogan on Apple Podcast. Uh, hey, sorry about this whole war thing, but, uh, you need an interview? An interview? Yeah, I figured it might help you get back to your roots. Back on track. Strapped to train tracks, that is. My name's Lockheed, by the way. Hey there, tomorrow after spanking ruse with me boys, we go out back and have a good old host of the number one podcast-sponsored interview. Do I even have a choice? Well, yeah, you always have a choice. Fine, I'll do it. On one condition. Name your price, even though we've totally destroyed the idea of money and trade here. I need my clear. You've got it, host. I'll get you some clear even if I need to cook it myself. Hey, host, you ready to go to the communal kitchen for dinner time? I heard there's going to be a communal party afterwards. Yeah, sure, I, I guess. But I don't even have a choice. All right, party time! Woo, party time! 
Oh, no way. It's House. House, I love your podcast. I fucking love you, dude. <laughs> wow, thanks. Leave a five-star written review. Oh, Host, you're so hot. The things I would let you interview me about. Well, I wouldn't really have a choice, would I? What? No, we're all about consent here. In every form. Sure. Tell that to the guards. Who are you talking about? The other volunteers? Whatever, just leave me alone. Okay, we'll totally respect your space. Love you just the way you are, host. Host, uh, are you okay? You seem pretty aggressive today. Yeah, I'm fine, assistant reporter. I'm just tired of living a lie. What lie? The lie that I don't deserve more. You all get along so well here and consider yourselves as equals. There's no class division or warfare, no exploitation of any kind. I'm, I'm just, I'm just tired is all. You, you've got your therapy tomorrow, right? You mean my forced therapy? Yeah, I'll only be going to that because I don't have a choice. You know, I, I really think Hack McDoctor Therapist could help you in a lot of ways. Oh, like what? Convincing me that mental illness is real and that it's something that can totally be accepted by society? That we shouldn't criminalize it or treat people as lesser than for speaking to their worms? Uh... Never mind. Have fun at your prison party. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, host. I love and respect you. Sweet dreams. That'll be the day. And so I made my way home, slipped my jammies on, had a cup of tea, and tucked myself into my California Mega Supreme Double Triple Ultra Combo King bed. My California Mega Supreme Double Triple Ultra Combo King imprisonment bed. How did I get here? I looked up to my ceiling windows, you know, our custom installed skylights, and stared up to the stars. I hadn't thought about astrology since the passing of the proud grown boys. In fact, I hadn't thought about much since coming here, other than my anger and the past, and my opinions, and philosophical questions, but also nature, and a bunch of other stuff. But tonight felt different. It was the first time I had truly questioned the life I lived now. Was it even worth it? Was my life worth anything now? Financially, I mean. Now that we were all equals, my individualism had been thrown out the window. My personality, my hobbies, my dreams and wants, they were all meaningless under the umbrella of this anarcho-communist, socialist, fascist, authoritarian, stateless, so stateless, hierarchical state system. To be the host of a number one podcast? It meant nothing now, other than the complete respect and appreciation of the people around me. But was that really worth anything now? Again, financially speaking, did I really have anything to live for anymore? I didn't know. But what I did know was, that if I didn't change, I wouldn't survive this. And so the real question was, could I change? Could I leave behind my totally justified and uber-ethical capitalist beliefs for what was now in front of me? A moneyless society? A moneyless me? I didn't know, but it was change or death. And so I fell asleep under the stars pondering that. It's another morning time. Everybody get in line for your ration choices. Or don't. You can just stand around in a disorganized fashion if you like. No matter what, you'll get your complete fill. Whenever you decide you want it. How you doing today, host? I'm... I think I'm gonna be okay. Well, that's great to hear. Hey, you wanna go wakeboarding at Mount Shasta? Or eat some fried jackfruit on the ferry I had ride? forgotten about my totally forced therapy session. Maybe today would be the day. 
that I would actually give it all a chance. Colby's while reminiscing about your time as a copper and analyze whether that's actually funny or if it's just a harrowing tale of the reality we live in. Sorry, I, I gotta go to therapy. Well, all right, host. Uh, I'll see you down in the mines later, uh, unless you want to go play a different game or have a fun adventure or whatever. It, it, it's okay, assistant reporter. I'll see you later, down in the mines, for our forced, uh, I mean, voluntary slave labor. Hi, therapist. Oh, hey, host. How are you doing today? Come in, sit down. But, you know, only if you want to. But if you do, give Hack McDoctor Therapist an update on your life and how you're doing. I'm... I'm okay. Oh, well, that's good to hear. It's at least better than last time. What happened last time? Well, when I asked you that last time, you said that the worm said I needed to pay for my crimes. For wasting your time. Pay with my life, that is. Oh, but... Okay. So, uh, uh, are the worms talking to you today? Kill her! Yeah, kill her! I don't have brain worms. Oh, uh, okay, house. I'm not trying to pry. I, I just want you to know that this is a safe space here. You won't be judged for anything you say, and we're not gonna criminalize you for any kind of mental illness or struggles that you're going through. I mean, we don't really criminalize anyone here. Yeah. <laughs> Your kind would say that. What do you mean? Nothing. Never mind. We just have different beliefs on what should be criminalized. Oh, well, okay. Anyway, how are you adjusting to things here? It's okay. I, I, uh, I know I need to change. Why would you need to change? In order to survive here, in this prison camp. Oh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, you hack? Well, that is my name. I can't be who I was before the war, and I'm dying here trying to hold on to a life that died long ago. In Viscous, that died in the old America. My America. Okay. They took my gun away! Well, you didn't pass a background check, host. And a background check should exclude me from expressing my God-given Second Amendment right to defend myself? Host, you shot up two different hospitals. Yeah, in self-defense. But, whatever. Okay, let's backtrack a little. Let's talk about your life in the old America. My America. Okay, your America. W what did your America mean to you? <laughs> Are you kidding me? America was my everything. Capitalism, I, I mean, America, meant everything to me. Yeah, but what did it mean to you to be a capitalist? I, I mean, American. Like, what did it actually mean to you? To be an American? It meant to be number one. Number one in what? Are you kidding me? Number one in warring, in school shootings, in mass shootings in general, in criminalizing mental illness, in not having the rich pay taxes, in controlling women's bodies, in bipartisan congressional bureaucracy, in imaginary debt, in blaming China, in blaming immigrants, in union busting, in lobbying, in criminalizing skin color and anyone who doesn't speak perfect English, in wealth division, in creating laws to uphold the rich and punish the poor, in protecting corporate interests above all else, in violent judicial systems, in pharmaceuticals, in Flint, Michiganing, in doing all that stuff to native peoples, in wage enslaving, in border patrolling, in letting the corporate crime family kill everyone, in fucking the elderly as well as the youth, in committing terrorist acts abroad but calling them foreign aid military operations, in funding South and Central American dictatorships and death squads, in acting shocked that people abroad would ever commit 9-11 after our numerous crimes against them, in falsely justifying a war that led to the death of approximately 300,000 Iraqi 
Iraqi civilians, in stealing foreign and domestic elections, in controlling the media, in putting people on watch lists, in acting like sanctions aren't acts of terrorism themselves, in changing the climate, in changing the climate again, in changing the climate a third time, and absolutely number one in the prison industrial complex system. Unlike this prison. But all that's gone. We don't even have the best, most proudest boys on the police force anymore. Because we don't even have a police force. And even if we did, there are no more criminals to take advantage of. Because now, we're all criminals. Not just the poor. But that would imply that... And the future is ruined. Not because of climate change, but because of progressive change. House, I don't know what to say. It's fine, Hack. You don't have to say anything. I'm just... I'm tired of living under this anarcho-communist, socialist, fascist, authoritarian, stateless-so-stateless, hierarchical state system. I mean, I just miss my capitalism. I, I mean, patriotism. Uh, America, yeah. Okay, House, just bear with me for one second. Sure. So let's imagine for a second, in the old, y your old America, if you weren't the host of a number one podcast, or rich, or super cool... But th that's who I was. Yeah, I, I know. Just imagine for a second, put yourself in the shoes of someone else who isn't the best. But I have the best shoes. House, just, just try. Imagine you're not the host of a number one podcast. You're poor, you're living paycheck to paycheck, you have some medical problems but no ability to pay for a doctor, and your insurance is terrible. You rent an apartment. I... Rent? Yeah, and you have roommates. Roommates? You mean bangmates? What are- And you have to go to a job where you're treated like you're disposable? Well, <laughs> I, I would just quit. Okay, but uh, imagine that you don't have the savings to be able to quit. The- the savings? As in, if you quit, you might end up homeless, with worse health problems and limited ability to pay for food, clean water, shelter. Uh, limited ability? W wait. You mean poor poor? And in combination with that, there's a ruling class above you that pretty much dictates your entire life in the economic class that you fall into. Dictates? Yeah, like you could get lucky and make enough money to be comfortable, but no matter what you do, your wealth will always pale in comparison to those that are rich enough to buy politicians, change laws, create substantial change. Doc, Doc, stop. This is complete science fiction you're talking about here. What is this, Orwell? Huxley? No, host, that was the reality for the people that you and Durgan exploited. No, that's... that's not possible. They didn't have the... the mental capacity to even process anything like that. Host, what if they did? What if the reason you became so famous and cool and rich wasn't because of your ability, but because of the privilege you were born with? Or alternatively, Purely from luck. But my parents gave me a six million dollar loan because I'm special. If anyone else was as special as I am, I'm, I'm sure their parents would have done the same. But what if their parents didn't have six million dollars? Didn't have six million dollars? Yeah. But that... Why wouldn't they have six million dollars? Because of all of the reasons you just gave for America being number one. Okay, but, well... Couldn't their parents just go to their parents for six million dollars? Host, no, no, they couldn't. But, but, I don't understand. Okay, host, I think maybe I'm overwhelming you a bit. I want you to just take everything I said and think about it. Get a good night's rest and just think about it. But I, I, uh, I have to go to work. You don't have to, host. Take a mental health day. Mental 
Health? Day? Yeah, just head back home, lay in bed, and think about everything we've just talked about. No, no, I've got to head to my forced labor. Okay, host, whatever you feel is the right decision, even though it's not forced and it's not labor, you have complete autonomy here. What was Dr. Hack talking about? I couldn't be wrong. I mean, I had so many people, most importantly me, telling me I was right. Until I got here, into prison. A prison with forced labor. Forced labor that I could just take a mental health day from. None of this made any sense. I walked back from the doctor's office, through the water park and into the Japanese gardens, past the Freedom Ferris wheel into the second water park, and made my way down to the mines. You doing alright, host? Yeah, I I'm... fine. You wanna go to the fair after work? Or, or maybe the theater? We, we could try watching something else other than Crocodile Dundee 2 for a change. No, that's not allowed. I mean, it is, but whatever you wanna do, host. I just wanna go home. To our prison cell. If I can... choose that? Well, that eight-bedroom resort-styled mansion with an oceanfront view is a pretty nice prison cell, if that's what you want to call it. Hey, host. Enjoying another day down in the mineys? What do you want, authoritative... prison... guard? Well, I, I just wanted to confirm that we were still on for that voluntary interview tonight after I get done spanking me ruse. I'm not in the mood. But I guess... I don't really have a choice. Do I? I mean, y you always have free will here, but defo, if you're not in the mood, I could always just go have a few frothies with the hoons after my hard yak is spanking me ruse and see if you're up for it later. Yeah, sure, I guess. Okay, host, uh, you ready to head home? To the prison cell, I mean? Yeah, I I'm ready for my entrapment. Okay, well, well, let's get a move on it. We don't want to miss the nightly ice cream delivery. Yeah, the forced nightly ice cream delivery. Uh... Sure. Tonight on Uncensored Public Access News, a new study finds that no school shootings have happened since the revolution. Actually, no mass shootings at all. Yes, Tom. It makes you think. Maybe a society that glorifies vigilantism and has easy access to firearms is doomed. Unless it makes serious changes, which we, of course, have. Host... What's wrong? You barely even touched your triple gallon serving of 48 different flavored ice cream gelato mix. Look, uh, assistant reporter, I just need some space. And time. And free will. Choice. Oh, okay. Totally understandable and acceptable. Just let me know if you need anything or want to talk or vent or maybe... Okay, host. Uh, I'm going to go on a walk down by the shoreline, but just give me a whistle if you need anything. And so I laid down to rest in my atrocious California Mega Supreme Double Triple Ultra Combo King bed, staring up into the night sky through our skylight windows. I could tell my brain was starting to break. What did that hack doctor do to me? Convince me that capitalism wasn't totally justified in the absolute form of living? That was impossible. Convince me that my old America wasn't totally 100% the best? No, it... It couldn't be. That wouldn't make any sense unless... Wait a minute. What, what, did, what did your, your America, America mean, mean to, to you? you? What if everything Dr. Hack said wasn't a complete lie? What if... What if she was right about all of it? But... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
What if the reason you became so famous and cool and rich wasn't because of your ability, but because of the privilege you were born with? Or alternatively, purely from luck? What if everything I had been led to believe was a lie? What if I had been living a lie my entire life? Did the poor really not deserve to be exploited just for being poor? Were people not poor by choice or lack of initiative, but because of bad luck? And or from being born into unfortunate circumstances? Were poor people not inherently dumb and also stupid? Was I not more special than them? Was I not better than everyone? If I wasn't, and everything I had believed and podcasted about for the last 44 years was a lie, then, then, who was, who am, who am I? I sat up from the bed and went to the balcony to watch the waves crash along the shore under the moonlight and fireworks. I questioned, was this even a real prison? Was I not being forced by anyone to watch Crocodile Dundee 2 on repeat for the last six months? but really just forcing myself to do that? Because I was so opposed to change? Because I couldn't bear the thought of being wrong? Was, was this actually a pretty sweet fucking setup? To live in a mansion? In a society where anybody could be anything they wanted and never have to worry about life's basic necessities by sharing all of society's responsibilities and burdens? and automating all labor tasks possible, while cutting out any labor that was cruel and unjustified and deemed unnecessary? Had I even been working down in the mines? Wow, this is such a fun VR mining game. I wonder if this is what it was like for the real miners back when that was a thing. Is any of this even real? Who, who am I? Host, you're host, yeah. Host of the number one podcast. But my identity outside of that have I been wrong this whole time? I mean, about the pores? Host, you're being gaslit. Gaslit? Me? Being? Yeah, host. Therapists don't actually help anyone. That's a total myth. Wait, what? Mental illness isn't even a real thing. Not to mention brainworms. Yeah, I mean, who came up with brainworms? Orwell? Huxley? And even if it was real, it obviously deserves to be criminalized. Hey. Wait a minute. I think you guys might be onto something. Yeah, host. Yeah. Don't listen to any of those hack science whore doctor frauds. They have no idea what they're talking about. For real. I mean, like, they just want to take everything from you and make you be content with having nothing. Yeah. Not to mention, take away your individuality by convincing you class structures are inherently unjust. Yeah. They're total frauds who just get off on making innocent rich people think they aren't right about their justified beliefs and paranoia. Wait. So you guys are saying... That you've been right this whole time, host. Yeah. They can take your money, but they can never take your classism. And so even though this prison is totally open and everybody's equal and allowed to do whatever they want to do... It's the worst kind of prison. Yeah, a mental prison. But also, totally physical. Then, I know. I know who I am. Yeah, you do, host. You're host. Host of the number one podcast. Lockheed? How... How'd you even get in here? Oh, host, there ain't no locks on no doors in this society because people respect each other's personal space and always knock. Except for me. I forget sometimes. Lockheed, 
If only you knew how things used to be. Well, House, I think you'd be surprised to learn a little bit about me. Yeah? What makes you think I'll care? Well, it, it will be in a five-star readable podcast format. And I've got you clear. Cooked it myself. I guess you've got me there. So shall we begin? The, the interview, I mean. Yeah, I guess we should. <sighs> So, uh, can you tell me your name and occupation? Yes, of course, host. <laughs> but I must say, feels like I've known you my entire life. The name's Lockheed. Lockheed Martin, that is. You know, I'd think that's the name of a Marxist-ass weapons company if I didn't know any better. <laughs> Listen, host, I'm not here to talk about me. I'm here to talk about Durgan. Wait, what? Yeah, Durgan, me and him, like brothers. Except without the blood. Not blood brothers, but like real brothers. But how is that possible? <laughs> you ever heard of a little thing called friendship? A time long ago. Yes. Well, it's this thing. We unconditionally love each other because of money. Wait, but that doesn't conform to the society here. Exactly why I'm coming to you, house. Because I need to get out of here. I need to get out real bad. I need to find me. Capitalism. But how can I help you? I'm... I'm just a low-life Bitcoin miner. No, host. You're not just a low-life Bitcoin miner. You're a low-life host of a number one podcast. And you're the only one with connections out of here. The only one who can get me to the resistance. The only one who knows your way to Viscous. Viscous? Viscous Colorado? Host, is there any other kind of Viscous? Well, there's New Jersey, but, uh, yeah, what about it? Well, you see... Diggin radicalized me. He showed me propaganda. Propaganda that I liked. You think you'll fit in in Viscous? Yes, I'm gonna fit in real tight with Viscous. We'll see. I bet you have some New Zealand blood in you. You realize I could murder you and get away with it? Well, I guess that's true. So you'll help me? Yeah, I'll help you. As long as you keep cooking that sweet ass clear. And if you can tell me where Durgan is. Host! You didn't hear? Hear what? Host, Diggin's dead. Diggin died a long time ago. This was earth-shattering, and the best thing that could have ever happened to my podcast again. What? No! <laughs> yeah, last summer I think it was. But, but how? Boy done got himself bogan, let me tell you. <laughs> didn't look good on no one at all. He got... he... he... He got... He even got murdered. Murdered? Uh, how? I'm sorry, host. They laced his clear. What? How could they... Don't they know that's off limits? What'd they lace it with? A little dark, if you ask me. Dark? How could they? That doesn't even help you clean your apartment after your roommate moves out without cleaning anything. Well, if I didn't know any better, I'd say that's a drag on someone in your personal life, house. But nonetheless, it indeed was done with Dark. And Durgan, he'd been done dead Darked. But so, how can I carry on now? House, you were born to exploit. Your friends, your family, random acquaintances, no one's off limits to you. I mean, of course not, but... That's missing the point. What do you think Diggin's last iron wish would have been, host? For you to just give up on your dreams of exploiting poor people to the fullest extent? Or would it more likely have been to become something bigger? Something better? Something ultra-exploity? You mean Durgan would have wanted me to continue on? Even without him? Of course, host! 
Jigen had a legacy. A legacy that can't afford to die. Especially not right now. And we all know you would have been his number one choice. For you truly are host. Host of the no number one podcast. Yeah. I guess he did leave me all of his things in his last will and testament before I found out he wasn't dead. But now... He is dead. Exactly, host. And there's no one else other than you that could or can save our world from this socialist nightmare run by Joe Blyden and my kind, the Australian kind, but the bad kind. Okay, Lockheed. Where do we go from here? Well, here's the plan, host. And that's when everything changed. Again. A again, again. Hooters Jr.'s The Durgan McClurgsang Story is a sad picture production. If you would like to support us or gain access to exclusive content, visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash Hooters Jr.'s. That's patreon.com slash Hooters J-R-S. To get in contact, send an email to fuckyousuemi at hootersjuniors.com. Hooters Jr.'s is created, written, and edited by hosts, co-written by Cameron's tax guy, Produced by Cameron's Tax Guy and Trent C. Rollins. Executive producer Trapper D. McBlackfoot. Voiced by host and a bunch of unnamed expendable wages. Fuck em. To learn more, visit HootersJuniors.com. Real truth is a crime.